0: Hello everybody. You've got opposing posing matrix here. You got Dave and you got Brian over there, uh, over there. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> this hey. thing turns everybody hey. around. <laughs> He's over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're live. I see us live over here on, tw- on Twitch. So.
1: Better than being dead if we're live. That's
0: yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. As long as we don't take the vaccine, we'll probably be alive yeah, for really. many shows, but, um, uh, And, you know, before we get started, Brian, I want to preface because I know that there are some people that are that listen to the show and they're believers and they Mm -hmm. took the vaccine. And 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 I'm going to say it every show because, you know, this is a very sensitive subject. And if you're a believer and you took it, you probably took it because you wanted to see loved ones or you wanted to go on trips to see loved ones or anything. You know, your 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 method wasn't uh, um, foolish. It wasn't uh, selfish. That's what I was looking for. He did it for good reasons and you know the Lord's going to honor that because you're a new creature in him and he's going to uh, he's going to keep you from getting sick or if you do get sick he's going to he's going to heal you. Uh Brian, I I think that you were mentioning today that somebody you know was in the hospital and that they they had the covid and uh that they're getting better as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, they are. They are. They're getting, they're supposed to get out tomorrow. Oh, hallelujah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's happy. That Makes me happy, yeah. man. Um, but you know, I read about the, um, about in Southern Oregon, they're putting everybody, they're intubating everybody. And folks, intubation is a death sentence when it comes to, um, basically for most cases, I'd say 99.9% of the cases, um, they put that tube down and it's not a a respiratory illness. It's a, it's a hematologic, uh, hematologic, uh, illness and uh it has to do with blood clots not um respiratory issues so um you know you can do what you want to do folks but you know my advice if i was going in the hospital with this i'd say do not intubate me do not do it and there's lung exercises you can do too brian we were talking about that earlier today
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: um, you know you can go you know as hard as you can several times a day um, you can get one of those inspirators uh, that you get in the hospital when you've been there a while where you mm-hmm. got to blow in and blow your hardest. That's a good lung exercise right there. A lot of people say that when they did lung exercises, they got over COVID a lot faster than other people did. So, um, so tonight's show, Brian, it was his, I told you his name, um, or it's called, sorry. Um, I've had a really busy day today, <laughs> yeah. which is very unusual for me anymore. But, um, uh, so the show tonight is called, uh, is this the beginning of sorrows? And, um, you know, real quick, if we look at Matthew 24, I'm going to read it real quick, and it's not very long. So um, and it's Matthew 24, starting at verse one and going down to 13. And at this time, Yeshua was talking to his, his disciples and they were at the temple. And it said, and Yeshua went out and departed from the temple and the disciples came to him and shoo him. And he shew, excuse, the disciples came to him to shew him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Yeshua said to them, see not all these things. Verily, I say to you, there shall not one be left here, one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And that was fulfilled in 70 AD. So that's kind of like a signature uh, prophecy. If we know that one's right, then what I'm about to read, we know it's going to happen, too. Okay. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came to him privately, saying, tell us when all these things shall be. and What shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Yeshua answered and said it to them, Take heed that no one deceive you. Very important. So don't believe everything you hear out there. In other words, research it, study it, match it with scripture. Okay, Continued: For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. Now, Brian, for many years, I thought that was uh, people were going to be like like Maitreya and, and other New Age gurus would be coming and saying, I am the Christ. And that's probably still going to happen, mm-hmm. saying that they're the Christ. But think about this. Could it be that it's actually um people that call themselves Christian pastors who who actually acknowledge that Yeshua is the Christ but then they go on to deceive many and that would kind of fit for many shall come in my name saying in other words pastors would be Christians coming in his name saying I am that Jesus actually is the Christ and shall deceive many uh using that as a springboard so to that uh, to to do what they're going to do so I thought that's quite interesting. I never heard that take before, and I heard it about two years ago. I'm like, wow, that's kind of interesting. Um, from, let's see. And you shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you not be troubled, for these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be uh, famines and pestilence and earthquakes in, in various places or diverse places or divers is what it says in King James. All of these are the beginning of sorrows. And I'm not going to read the rest. Um, anyway, that's all we need to read for tonight's show. So, anyway, um, quite interesting because all those things have happened. Yes, they have happened all through history, but not with the frequency that they're ha- happening today. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> being that the whole world's going to worship the beast, the only way to do that's through, right now, anyways, through uh, satellite and stuff like that. And the whole world can see the beast. So uh, anyway, you know, we see and it says when it says kingdom against kingdom and um nation against nation and ruler against ruler actually, it um it uh is actually talking about uh the first part is talking about ethnicities or races. Um in other words blacks will be against whites, whites will be against blacks, others will be against Hispanics and like and back and forth and mm-hmm. and um you know, it's just in the States and look at overseas, all the different ethnicities that are over there, the Hootsies, Tutsis, and the Hutus over in um, Uganda. That's still, Mm -hmm. I think pretty well. Uh, It's it's pretty well quelled right now, but it's still there. Um, So ethnic cleansing um, is another thing that uh, has been happening a lot recently. And uh, so anyway, um, that certifies that these things are going to happen and they're all happening today. So, Brian, we were talking about. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna open up the cage. <laughs> okay. uh, we, <laughs> we've been talking about a lot, lot about Afghanistan and what uh, uh, Sleepy Joe has been doing in, um, or not doing, uh, the right thing. Uh, so Brian, let's let's talk about uh, this whole Afghanistan thing that's going on. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna
1: sit back. <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead and start. You, if you want to go ahead Dave go
0: ahead um well I, f- I figured out there's or I looked at this and um, what I found interesting is I, I was watching all the, the video shots you know and uh they showed up planes full of all these people and I'm hearing about constantly hearing about oh yeah well the women are gonna have to you know they're really gonna have to be careful and and women are gonna be raped and they and children are gonna be killed and and everything else and and um, but when i looked in the airplane it was all men there were no women and children in the airplane so you know you got these cultures where these men they just they just take off they they book it and leave the women and children to fend for themselves and if that's what is what islam's all about i have well there's a lot of reasons i want nothing to do with it but that's yet another reason i want nothing to do with it right Uh, (laughs) not taking care of your family that's that's a sign of um infidel um now, what also concerns me is that um, you had told us yesterday, my wife and I, uh, that uh, that there's a project going on uh, to get the Christians out of Afghanistan. A lot of people got saved while our soldiers were there, mm-hmm. and uh, they saw an alternative to Islam that they never knew existed. <clears throat> and they took advantage of it, and they came to know Yeshua as their Lord and Savior. Well, now I've heard that uh, there are people, there are um, Afghanis or um, Taliban that are running around uh, because in order to get their, uh, not their passports, but their ID, because they have to carry ID with them. They had to starting about five years ago, they had to start putting down their religious affiliation. And so now it's, it's easy for, for the Taliban. Hey, you know, what religion are you? Oh, you're a Christian. You used to be a Muslim. That's a death sentence. Um, And what they do in, in uh, Afghanistan is they crucify people. Um, They literally crucify people. (laughs) It's, it's um, it's not a figure of speech. Is what they do. Yeah. Now that project that that they're putting together that you mentioned was Project Nazarite or something like that. Nazarene. Nazarene. Na- okay.
1: Nazarene.
0: I'm I'm gonna write that down because I we still have to donate to that. Okay. Project yes. Nazarene. Mm-hmm. And they need what do they need? Uh, they said it was gonna cost four thousand dollars per person to get the Christians out of there. About had twenty fund-
1: million, twenty over twenty million. <clears throat> Yeah. Two days, three days. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they, this morning on Glenn Beck, because he's the one that is getting this mm-hmm. going, Uh, they're up to about 13 million as of, of this morning. Wow. Like just in the one hour I listened to his show, over a million came in.
0: Wow. wow. I know he donated
1: 100,000. Yeah.
0: That's but amazing. It, I
1: guess 100% of the proceeds go to getting people out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, you know, what I find kind of sorrowful about that really is that, you know, we're talking about people's lives here. Why can't, you know, like these pilots and these planes, why can't they just do the job and then get the money later? Cause it's, it's going to come, you know, but it's everything is money these days, you know, it's, oh, no. it's you know, if they could, if we could just use the, the little bit of money that's coming in right now for, for, um, uh, what for fuel for the planes and whatever other, ter- um, paperwork they have to fill out and submit to the governments or whatever and then worry about the money later but it's it's always contingent on they have to have all the money Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: and i understand that but at the same time you know i think lives are more important than money they always are yeah i think so and uh i i really appreciate what project nazarene nazarene is doing and i you know they're to be applauded and um and the lord i know is going to to uh love them and and honor them for what they're doing, of course, but um, no, there is no buts. I'm, I'm just happy that that that's happening, and um, uh, you know the, we used to sing a song: "God will find a way when there seems to be no way." Yeah. And uh, and it looks like he's he's making the way because what do they need? Twenty million or forty millions?
1: Twenty, at least twenty.
0: Okay, and they're up to thirteen now.
1: Yeah. That was this morning at nine o'clock. Wow,
0: man, so- that's amazing. That is so amazing. Yeah. So Brian, tell us more about Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> you really well, want to hold back on this, I know you do.
1: But <laughs> now, well, there's so much to talk about. I mean, this country has been a war zone for centuries. It's always mm-hmm. been a hot spot. Uh, ask, ask, ask the Russians how they like Afghanistan. Yeah, really. Uh, have you ever seen? Was it Rambo, uh, First Blood, number three, I think it is. He's an Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know the. The Russians tried to go in there and take it over, and they got their behinds handed to them, and they had to leave. Um, Well, first of all, about the people that are there. Um, There's believers there, Christians. There's non-believers there that are Americans. And there's just good people there that don't – they're going to be killed. Um, Mm -hmm. I I found out this morning on a couple of websites. I can't remember that. I watched a couple of videos on this. I I just stumbled upon them.
0: Right.
1: And – um, there's a lot of veterans that live in our country that were in station Afghanistan for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they were stationed there, did many tours there. And a lot, maybe a lot of them are watching, listening tonight. And I can't verify this hundred percent. Okay. Right. But they have friends that are Afghanist, uh, that are part of the Afghanistan uh, people. That they made friends with when they were in the military. They trained these people and they became friends. The Afghans, mm-hmm. and now they tend to have our veterans living here where they're getting texts and emails from these people. Help us! We're being slaughtered. Right. I, um, you know, these are interpreters. These are these are soldiers that the our military trained Afghan soldiers. They became friends. They showed them how to use our latest weapons, and now they're they're fleeing for their lives. Mm -hmm. And what I understand, I could be wrong on this, and I don't think I am. Americans, we have a way of coming through when you don't think we can come through with God's help. Mm -hmm. And what I've put together is that these veterans are putting together rescue teams. Yeah. That's all I I need to say about it, that these veterans aren't just sitting waiting for something to happen. Mm -hmm. They have, Friends back there that they spent years with, protecting. They became friends with these people and their families, and and they text and email and talk back and forth. And so they're asking for help. And our gut, obviously Biden is inept. Actually, the whole Democrat Party, the whole left, is completely lost its mind. But right. geez, uh, I, I'm a believer in um, fairness. The Republicans are too. Mm-hmm. Where are the Republicans? Where where are they? Come on. Why, why are they? I, I'm a believer like you, Dave. I know we're going to go to heaven. I know we're in the end times, but this is just humanitarian slaughter. Right. And and uh, no, not one Republican except for a few are standing up. So mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true, but I've got a feeling that things are in the works, and our veterans and There's I think I can't remember how many veterans are here, but it's it's a lot. So I think it's at least a million. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are are organizing ways to get out of the country right have connections and will maybe even physically go in and do the job biden won't do to get them out right maybe right. it's all i'm not I, not hypothetical but it's it's just what i piece together what's happening i don't want to say too much even though i was never told i just found this out myself by just researching i don't want to endanger anybody by saying anymore but uh, I I believe that's probably going to happen. We may never hear about it though. We may never right. hear about it. Mm-hmm. So, but it wouldn't put past me that the great veterans of our, our wars here would go to help those people. Uh, since a lot of these veterans that are here told them they're, we're going to take care of you. we will got your back. We'll make sure the Taliban doesn't come in and take over. And look what happened. And. It's just sad. I was watching the video today. It's just sickening. It's just sickening. It makes me more sick. I mean, obviously, what they're doing to the people is horrible. What makes me more enraged is Biden's flippant attitude. He's on vacation. He comes out of his hole, out of his bunker, out of his basement to make an announcement that he didn't expect it to go this way. He was a little surprised that they're going to take care of it. He's ask questions. Are you going to get the Americans out? We're working on it. We're working yeah. on it. That means they're not going to do it. Right. This is um. This, this to me, this is reminds me because I was how old was I? Oh, uh, Saigon. I was, I was eighteen, nineteen years old, and I ran right, when Iran got taken over, when our hostages got taken. Right. I was around my uh, late teens, early twenties, and that was a Democrat president, named Jimmy Carter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they weren't released until Reagan came in. They were being released the very moment Reagan was being inaugurated because in his campaign, he told them he was going to get him out. Right. And they, they, you can read people and they read Reagan. He's going to do it. And he would have. Mm-hmm. And so they were releasing him while he was being inaugurated because they didn't want to be bombed out of Bolivian. But we have somebody who's actually worse than President Carter. And I can't believe I can say that. I didn't think I thought Obama was bad. Yeah, he was. uh, um, Biden makes Obama look like George W. Bush. And George W. Bush, I used to like that guy. He's not good either. But Mm -hmm. he's better than Obama, sort of. But it's just, um, I just, gosh, I had so much in my heart today in my mind. But what's happening in Afghanistan is criminal. Mm hmm. Um, Obama, no, Obama, excuse me, Biden, his administration, people should be put in prison and court martial for what's going on, especially the general. Uh, but I say this with sadness, but this could be happening in our country very soon. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Dave and I, in our shows in the past, you guys can look them up. You've probably seen them and heard them. Um, the ones about the invasion from China. From, this, from the Mexican border and from the Canadian border. There's 200,000 Chinese troops up there as we speak. Yeah. Or maybe more. I think it's 300,000, and there's a couple hundred thousand in Mexico. Look it up. It's They're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we've talked about in the past, day, just I think it's been a while since we've done a show, a couple of weeks for me. Um, the Democrat Party is trying to get us to fight amongst each other as Americans. Right. They right. want to cause a civil war between the left, the right, the right, the blacks, the whites. They, they want to cause a war. And then they want to go to the UN, ask peacekeepers to come in because we're overwhelmed. Our own military can't bring peace, which is right. weird since we have the most powerful military in human history on our shores and abroad. Mm-hmm. So they would bring in China. To bring peace, air let You see my hand there. Yeah. So, so you think, you know, um, and I want to scare people. What's happening in Afghanistan can easily happen here. You think the Chinese are humanitarians? Do you think they're going to come in and not do what the Taliban's doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They would. They would definitely do that. Yeah. Um, um, and that's what just bothers me is we have this very scenario set up along our borders and nobody's talking about it. Nobody's right. doing anything about it. What's happening in Afghanistan is horrible. And our military needs to do something. And, I, 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 and it's not even our military. The minute I can imagine the Marines at that airport are just itching to get into the fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if they're looking mm-hmm. across through the fences, seeing people being beaten, raped across just a few feet from them, everything in them is just wants to go across there and rescue. Because and, that's what America does. We rescue people. We help people. We're yeah. not a perfect people by, by any means, but we have a big heart, most of us. Mm-hmm. But the right. ones at the top of the, the food chain, the president, uh, the vice president, the, the chiefs of staff, they're just bad people. They're just evil. Mm-hmm. They're putting right. their own, their own uh, political well-being in front of 15,000 Americans that are trapped, and and with, uh, which is crazy. Britain has sent their special forces in, is in Kabul, going door to door, rescuing their own people as we speak. Right. Yeah, and so is France. Mm-hmm. They're going with their Humvees or tank, however they're doing it. And they're going through the city and they're looking for their own people, but we're not. And you have to ask yourself and Dave and York, we've talked about this. Why? Why are we not rescuing our own people? Why? Well, I'll give a couple reasons. One, a, major, a lot of them are Christians, right? You think the left likes Christians? Hate Christians. Now, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll build mosques for the Muslims, but they'll allow our churches to be burned down for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. yeah. And the, if you want to know what somebody's like, it's not what they say to you, it's how they treat you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How has the Democrat Party treated America in the last 18 months? How is the Democrat Party and the liberals on the left, the socialist liberals, communist, um, just ruthless murderers how are they treating america right now the variant it's just that's another whole thing it is, the whole COVID thing is just out of control in california
0: right
1: um so with afghanistan the taliban said today the leader that it was the easiest victories he, he didn't think it would be as easy Right. 11 days from the time they started pulling troops out they took the capital
0: hmm.
1: You know, right? right. And so even the Taliban was um, shocked. And you know what that tells me? America trained the Afghan army. They're not as good as us, obviously, but mm-hmm. they're still trained by us. They have some skills. They have weapons. Why did they not put up a bigger fight? Oh, I got the answer to that. I got I, in my opinion, they were told not to yeah they, they were pulled out they were pulled back pulled out and told to leave
0: well you know and they were demoralized believe, too brian what's that they were demoralized too because you know mm-hmm. back in the revolutionary war um the protocols yeah. for uh for warfare was you didn't shoot officers right you know you shot enlisted men and you didn't shoot officers well the um the continental army realized that if you shot officers it demoralized the uh the the regular soldier, they didn't know what to do and they gave up. Right. And so that's why they gave the orders to shoot officers. But anyway, so when the um, the president of Afghanistan saw that the United States was going to be leaving, you know what he did? He hightailed it out of out of Afghanistan. Yeah, he did. He, he fled. And what are the what's the army? What what's the reason to fight for? You know, our uh, president's gone. <clears throat> he must know that it's a, it's a, you know there's no hope. So we're going to just lay down
1: our arms and leave. Right. You know, that's I think that is the main reason why I, I think so. And I, actually, I go as far to say is that the Biden administration planned this. They planned this. They were yeah. surprised by this. I just after the many the short years of my life, this is not, this isn't the first time this has happened. It happened yep. in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's happened in Iran. It's happening uh, now. It's happened in other other places around the world over the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. And for a military that is not actually that great, the Taliban, to take over a country that was trained by us to defend itself in 11 days tells me it was planned for me inside. Right. And that's why I believe Biden's got an agreement with the Taliban. I won't interfere, but let us get some of our people out because I'll look bad if you don't. Right. And I believe he's paying them off with money. Like Obama did with Iran, sent over was a whole plane load of money. Remember and paid yeah, them off. Yeah, and so it's I, the money. You know, people. People have habits. People. Um, people are all the same. I mean, human nature is the same. Oh sure. Uh, that's why we need Jesus, Yeshua. Uh, because we cannot. We can never be. Good enough to go to heaven. We can never save ourselves. We all we know that as believers. But mm-hmm. it's just if you want to know how the future is going to be, look at the past. Look at yeah. history. It always repeats itself. And mm-hmm. you know what's about to repeat itself is World War Three. Yeah. And I'm I'm telling you, uh, folks, and I'm sorry I'm a little Debbie Downer tonight. I'm emotional. I'm not emotional. Just I see this stuff happen on the news, and I just get sick of seeing it. I get tired of hearing about the covid and the variants killing all these people when it's just a lie. It's just a blatant lie. Right. And now and now they're killing um our our American fellow Americans in another country and we're not rescuing them. Mm-hmm. The only thing we hold is the airport, but all the roads going to the airport are controlled by the Taliban. Right. So we we can't get our people out unless we fight them <laughs> to get them out. So mm-hmm. but what this tells me is the One World Government is on a mission. It started with COVID. Actually, started. Actually, it started with the first Trade Center bombing in the 90s. Then mm-hmm. it, it picked up pace with 9/11. And then there's been uh, several things. In 08, we had the economic collapse. I believe that was planned by the One World Oh, we sure. Before. And yeah. it, it, everything has happened, when you think about it, it, was planned to not just bring physical death, but economic turmoil to people, because mm-hmm. you take a person's economic uh, security away, then they become fearful. Right. And if they're fearful, and you show them, you give them something, hey, I'll give you $1,000 a month not to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So you won't work, because the government's taking care of you. They put fear. The enemy works on fear, and I mean the enemy of the demonic world, of Satan and his His Goonies. It's Mm -hmm. all about fear, intimidation, lies. He's the father of lies. You look at the Democrat party, you look at some of the Republicans, it's fear and lies. You don't get the shot, you're dead. Mm -hmm. If you don't get the shot, you're now going to kill somebody. You're going to be a murderer because you spread the disease. Mm -hmm. And it's all fear, intimidation and lies. And I've noticed in the last... A couple of weeks they have really picked up the pace with pushing people in California to get the shot mm-hmm. I mean they 're paying people down here to get the shot, yeah. and so why are they pushing this so much? because they want to make us sick, they want to control us and and eventually what 's going to happen what 's happening in Afghanistan is going to happen here unless we stop it and i'm mm-hmm. i'm a believer uh, in the Lord, but also a believer that. We have time left and we can change things. So the Lord hasn't come back yet. Mm -hmm. And so there's time to push back and Mm -hmm. how you push back. And what I've been doing for like almost three weeks now, I don't wear my mask anymore. No, me either. Yeah. And I've been going into Home Depot. I've been going into stores and different places. I I used to put it in my pocket or put it on my chin and just, okay, if they ask me to put it on, I'll put it on. But I don't even do that. And nobody's asked me, nobody's telling me to put it on. The only place I have to wear it is in my doctor's office. Right. It's the only place. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, how's that pushing back? Because it's showing other people, hey, if that guy's on his mask on and nobody's getting on him, I'm not going to wear my mask. It might seem like a trivial thing, folks, but it's those little things that they're actually using against us to bring fear. And the way to do it is put it right back in their face and say, I'm not afraid. I know my constitutional rights. This is against the law. You're dictators. You're not governing. Right. I'm not going to wear my mask. Mm-hmm. Don't wear your mask. Just if you want to keep it in your pocket. Now, if I'm going to go into Home Depot and they're going to ask me to put it on, I will put it on because it's a private business. Right. And I don't want to, it's their business. It's, they have mm-hmm. the right to, to re- refuse service, correct? Yeah. But until they ask me to do that, I'm not going to put it on, and nobody has asked me for three weeks. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, I'm seeing more and more people <clears throat> where yeah. I live not wearing their masks, and uh, or, and I, I'm hearing people, you know, in lines and stuff talking about this, and they're tired of it. They're worn out. Yeah. They're tired exactly. of their kids being out of school or being taught uh, critical race theory and the wokeness, and and now things have heated up because Afghanistan. I believe this is a turning point for America because if you wanted proof that the Democrats were crazy and and just lost their mind, watch TV tonight and watch what's going on in Afghanistan.
0: Right.
1: This is not a Republican. This is not Trump's fault. Right. This is a Democrat's fault. There's mm-hmm. Republicans that should speak up. But well, putting aside real quick, the yeah. Democrats are in control of the White House. They're calling mm-hmm. the shots.
0: You know, um, they Trump had a plan all implemented for this. Now, I don't know what that was, but the minute that Biden realized that Trump had a plan, he canceled it. You know, so if Trump canceled, I mean, if Biden canceled Trump's plan, then what's happening in Afghanistan is not Trump's fault. No. It's Biden's fault. And, man, it's amazing. It really is. It's amazing. He made a, a comment that really ticked me off it doesn't take much anymore totally. i know right uh, but um he made a comment basically that hey we went to we went to afghanistan and we trained their troops i'm pulling our troops out it's their responsibility to fight for themselves if they can't fight for themselves well oh well right you know that's that's a uh, my version of it but basically that's what he said right and that's not the way you treat your allies that's not no. the way you treat people that you know, there was a report today too, Brian. I, I hope I'm not stepping on your toes by saying this. I don't know if you, what not, you were going to say. I
1: hope
0: not. I'm not wearing shoes at I'm all. In so. This is
1: <laughs> my work boots and
0: toe caps, flip flops. Yeah. So Southern California work boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, but I there was a report today that well, I got to get away from the mic. I'm going to be way too loud. Um china is starting to cozy up to afghanistan and you know big surprise right? big surprise right? Right, right and um and when you realize that uh, china or, excuse me afghanistan is a major supplier of lithium which is you know would benefit us a lot because if, if that being the case that if we put all the liberals on lithium the world might be a better place <laughs> um but anyway um but we lose out on that one because, you know, we were losing out on Afghanistan. But actually they're they're basically the um the king of, of lithium in the world. They have more lithium supplies in the world than anything else. What's lithium used in? Batteries. What's right. the technology that's coming up? Cars, electric cars, okay. which use right. lithium. Right. Okay. And not to mention your lithium batteries that you're using everywhere, you know, here and and everywhere. Um and also copper, they have a very large uh, supply of copper, uh, many different metals, that, uh, t- titanium, I think, um, things that can be used in warfare. Copper is used in warfare because they they have um, copper clad bullets. Um, yeah. So, you know, of course China is going to cozy up to. Them. China's just been waiting there like a succubus for mm-hmm. us to leave, and you know they're gonna they're just gonna shower the Afghani people with everything but it's going to turn around and bite them in the rear end because China's a, an atheist state and Afghanistan especially the Taliban they're they're hardcore uh, islamist and somewhere down the line that's, that's going to get both of the parties into trouble but yeah. you know that might be 10 years from now and I'm I'm concerned with right now and um it just broke my heart to watch those, those uh videos of uh, you know at the airport the people on the the cowling for the for the um the covers for the, the landing gear and they actually wow. showed a person falling off the plane it must have been a good 500 to a thousand feet up and he just you know fell off the oh my nice. it's like and my you know my wife's like well you know that was kind of dumb and i'm like yeah but desperation drives people to do dumb things yeah. you know that guy thought well you know what they're going to kill me anyway So I'm going to try to hide in this wheel well or on this, whatever, wherever he was hiding and try to make it out of here. Maybe, you know, Allah will bless me and I'll get to get out of here. But um, yeah, or maybe he's a Christian. Who knows? But um, anyway, it's just it just breaks my heart. And to hear the callousness of this, this. um, I got to be careful. I don't want to get arrested for saying something. (laughs) But the, the callousness of this jerk in the White House, you know. Uh, saying something like, you know, we, we, well, you know, they didn't live up to their end of the bargain. They, they're not going to fight for themselves. Why should we fight for them? My goodness. what? So what are the French supposed to think? What are the British supposed to think? I bet you, I bet you Putin was sitting in Moscow going, ooh, that means if I go into Europe, he's not going to do anything. And the Chinese are going, ooh, if we go into Taiwan, he's not going to do anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and ooh, if we cross the border into Washington state, he's not going to do anything. You know my goodness what callousness what what a moron we've got for a president and and i'm doing i'm doing a disservice to all the morons out there because he's (laughs) he's far worse than a moron but i that's um kind of low on the scale i guess uh idiot's the lowest one but um anyway (laughs) so um that that speech just really ticked me off i had to turn the television off or i was going to throw something at the television and um I don't like getting like that. And I know you don't like getting like that either, Brian. And no, our audience no. doesn't like it either. You know, and we have to break. Sometimes you got to break away from the news um, and, you know, recoup. And then you can come in and listen to a little more Then break away and then recoup and take it in a little bit instead of taking it all in at once, because it'll drive you crazy. It'll drive you mad. You heard about that guy in Washington today, right? He um, he wanted to have an audience with Biden with Biden. So he had a bomb in his car. (laughs) Did you hear about that? I heard about, yeah, it was a bomb.
1: I heard about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he said that there were four or five other guys out there doing the same thing. And I'm like, Ooh, that's interesting to hear. Um, but he just wanted, he said, you know, he says, I just want to talk with the guy. I want to be able to tell him that people are upset. We're tired of this stuff and we don't want it anymore. You know? And he he finally gave up. Wow. But, uh, my goodness, you know, look what the, the, the liberals are driving people to do. And this is just the beginning. You know, look what's going to happen a year from now when people are really tired of us. Now, with the masks here here in uh, Lynn County, Oregon, nobody's wearing them either. But okay. you go know, one county over to Lane County and everybody's wearing them. Uh, where was I yesterday? I was, uh, oh, actually, I was I was in a by-mart here uh, over in Sweet Home purchasing a firearm. And... um the guy that was behind the counter you know he he was really sympathetic his name was josh really cool guy and uh but his boss was the one that had to sign off uh the final sign off for me to get that firearm you know he had to make sure all the paperwork was right and everything and so he called the boss back and he looked at me and he goes you might want to put your mask back on and i says well i really don't want to but if it's going to cause friction between you and your boss i, I don't want that to happen so i'll put my mask back on you know and uh we got out of that store. I ripped that mask off. And, um But anyway, uh so you got you got your lip tars that are buying into it. And, and you know he's a store manager, so maybe he doesn't want to tick off Kate Brown and and the COVID police. You know, but um yeah, in this county very few people are wearing them in the stores and stuff like that, especially in our area. It's like it's like they're they're all telling her to, to pound salt. But um anyway, uh Oh, I was going to, did I tell you the story about, um, being in, uh, uh, having a test on Monday and I ran into the guy and what he said, no, I, I, I was having, and I folks, I told, talked about this last night, but if you didn't listen to the show, you'll get to hear it tonight. Um, I went down to have an ultrasound of my leg cause they thought I might have had a DBT and, uh, I was talking with the guy and I said, can, do I have to wear my mask for the, in this room for this? He's no, you can take it off. Um. He says, but when you get out of this room, make sure you wear it. So I took it off, and I said, yeah, I said, this is getting really dick- ridiculous. And he opened up to me like nobody's ever <laughs> opened up to me before. And he goes, I'm, I'm getting so tired of this. He says, you know, they're mandating that everybody here has to get the shot. And a lot of people are leaving. And because of that, um, he says, our our staffing's down about 50%. Wow. And, and he said, and because of that, people are starting to fight, it, you know. And he gave me an illustration that um, somebody that worked as in the medical field had gone down to the cafeteria. And because there were so few people in the cafeteria, they're just making hamburgers and serving hamburgers, and everybody, nothing else. And well, somebody from the nursing staff or something said, oh, I'm getting so sick of hamburgers. Well, then the person that's working in the the, the, um, the cooking staff says, well, you know, I, I really wish I could you know, start yelling at her. I wish I could do something else, but, you know, I don't have enough staff to do it. So you're just going to have to get over it and, you know. Started kind of a little a ruckus in the uh, in the um, cafeteria, and he said, "Yeah, he says it's happening all over the hospital." He says, "You know," and this is <laughs> this just really blew my mind. He says, "You know," he says, "I've never been a conspiratorial kind of person." He says, "But it seems like they're trying to to separate us, like they're trying to get us all fighting with each other." Exactly. And I went, I said, "My goodness," I said, "You have hit the nail right on the head." I said, thank you. I said, you're waking up. A lot of people are waking up to this and they're starting to see it. So the Democrats, while they're they're trying to do all this chiganery, or whatever you want to call it, they're actually they're actually causing people to wake up. They're causing people to go onto conservative radio and listen to see what's going on. They're causing them to get on the internet and look at alternate yeah. news articles. And yeah. right, I, I just I walked out of that that office giggling. I really did, because it's like, okay, this guy gets it. Now his wife's gonna get it hopefully and then he's going to talk to his family and they're going to get it yeah now, he told me he died. he took the vaccine because he's got an elderly uh, his parents are elderly and he didn't want him to get sick and i said you know there's there's no shame in that you did it for good reason you know i said so don't feel bad don't beat yourself up you know and um <clears throat> anyway so it was really interesting to see that people are waking up and man i'll tell you I can't tell you how good I felt about that. It's almost like, you know, he's somebody that came into our radio show and listened and got it. Yeah, right. You know? But he yeah. got it from somewhere else. So <laughs> but got it. what, what yeah. a blessing. What a blessing. Hey, Brian, I gotta ask you, do you think that um do you think that the Taliban all took their, their um their shots? Do you think they got their two shots of no. uh, <laughs> do you think ISIS did? No. Yeah, no, they got I don't two think shots
1: one for you one for
0: me <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah. Lead, lead shots yeah, yeah. um no, you I, know and all all these despots and dictators you know do you think that their armies got it no of course not but we got this shamuk oh, excuse me sorry i'm getting worked up he's a Shamizel. and uh, he he he's got an edict now that all the military has to get shots and, and what a actually what a crafty thing this is because Okay, two thirds of the population of the United States have been vaccinated, not like Israel, or 99% have been vaccinated. i heard that today. Um, that's really concerning. But um so two thirds, and isn't it interesting that um uh during the tribulation we lose two thirds of the people? And I know yeah. this isn't that time, but it's kind of well, it's almost like this is an anti-type. Mm-hmm. You know, that like this is this is like this is happening now and it's gonna happen later, so pay attention. But um, so you get you get two thirds of the people that get the shot and to, you know, to potentially get sick and die. And then you got the people that protect those people getting shots. So if the enemy comes over the border, there's not going to be very well. I'm going to have to revise this and I'll tell you why, but there's not going to be very many people that are going to be behind trees with guns ready to shoot Chinese troops, you know, because half the people are going to be sick. Uh, but again, I'm going to revise that because the people that took the shots were liberals for the most part.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, and I don't like to elate in something like that. But, you know, that that's going to work out in the conservative um, conservatives advantage later on, because, you know, conservatives are going to be going. See, I told you so. See, I told mm-hmm. you so. Right. You know, and when all these people are, are sick and on their last legs. Um, so there won't be um, two thirds or a third of people anyway. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, when, when, uh, the Chinese were planning, the Chinese, the Japanese were planning to attack us. Uh, they wanted to go to Hawaii and then they wanted to come to the mainland. And I think it was Admiral Yamamoto that said that put a quash on that and talked him out of it. He said, he said, you know, the islands are one story. He said, but the mainland's a different story because Americans have guns and there's going to be a gun behind every tree when you try to invade that land. Right. You know? And right. I think the Chi- if the Chinese are gonna come over the border, I think that they're gonna find the same thing. Because what is it there's there's like 1.3 trillion guns in the United States? I can't, that's probably the wrong figure, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. Because every person just doesn't want one gun. You know, it's yeah. a lot of people have five or six guns or more, and, um, and so, you know, you got all these people with guns and then the military that's that might be still available to protect us at that time. They're going to be there, too. So, um, you know, I think the Chinese, if they try it, are in for a big surprise. And uh, I don't know. They're, they're starting to get real cocky. I don't know if uh, we told you this, but um, Barbara teaches English as a second language, the Chinese. And um, they they have a new rule over in China that only chinese people can teach people in mainland china to speak english so in effect you know her job is you know going (laughs) um which is okay because there are other alternatives but you know it just goes to shame. when when a country is getting ready to go rogue they start closing things up they start disassociating with the especially with the country that they're going to attack and you know things start to sour and things don't work out after a while and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you know they've completely cut themselves off um and they've and they found other avenues like like the the uh, Japanese did before World War two, and like the Germans did um they well they just invaded the lands and took things over but um anyway it's 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 interesting to watch and to, and to keep an eye on this because and that's why we don't watch television I know you don't either um because we'd rather have clear minds make sure before i do this depends on on we want to have clear minds and uh we want to be able to, be, to think and, and to deduce things uh with a with a clear mind and to and to see things for what they are instead of having all the the garbage and the yuck that's on television you know working its way into what we're trying to think and um and it's, it's pretty good to do actually. And, uh, and you can choose your own channels and stuff like that. And I don't really want to get off on this much more on this tangent, but um, so it, it's important to, the Bible tells us to be sober minded and it doesn't necessarily mean don't drink. Okay. It means that don't get yourself intoxicated on all the cares of this world, making money, sex, um, you name it, you know, there's tons of things out there—the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life—is what the scripture calls it. Um, and those things get tangled up in our thoughts, and pretty soon they take over our thoughts. But if we're not partaking in that stuff, um, then then we're we have sober minds and we're able to, to see things the way they are. Um, and that means opposing the matrix, opposing that the, the leftists or the the elites plan to to plunge us into. Uh, well, actually, we're, we're in the matrix already, but they want to bring us into a deeper matrix. Um, mm-hmm. We entered the matrix, you know, in the Garden of Eden, <laughs> Adam and Eve, uh, ate of the tree of the good knowledge of good and evil. And um, so, but they want to plunge us even farther down into that matrix to where everything just doesn't make sense. And I'm telling you, the way this world's getting, um, nothing makes sense anymore. Does it make sense to you anywhere, a lot of the stuff that's going on, Brian? You know, oh, it, yes. Does it make sense to you?
1: Common yeah. sense has gone out the door. Yeah.
0: It is. <clears throat> it is. It's. It's really. It's really freaky. So. Um, anyway. Uh, I, I'm. I'm wondering, if. Um, you know, we we're, were talking about the Chinese and stuff like that, but ultimately there's going to be a a, 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 a really. Well, there's probably going to be World War. There's going to be a World War. Be a world war you know, even probably. But, um, people are going to be looking, well, people are looking now for a savior right now. They think in this country, they think it's a democratic party. And boy, if you're trusting in them, you've got problems that we can't resolve. Um, but, uh, they're going to be looking for a person to take, take these problems away. And, you know, there's going to be a person waiting in the wings to do it. And, uh, so when you hear of a person, you know, if, if we're still around or, you know, if you don't know the Lord and you're still around um you hear that somebody's got all the answers um uh, if something seems too good to be true it probably is uh don't trust them don't uh don't listen to anything he says like when biden talks if he says go left i go right if he yeah. says, go up i go down <laughs> you know it's i did the same thing with obama and uh and even bush cuz bush was no uh no christian that's for sure and he far from righteousness too right so um anyway Brian, um where do we go next in our conversation?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just um, looking at my notes on my phone. That's what I was looking down. Um, mm-hmm. I read an article today because you were talking about Taiwan, uh, which, which is interesting because <clears throat> I want to just stick. I just stick to what's going on. What's going on with the Biden administration? Um, yeah. When you show weakness to a bully, then the bully is going to beat you up every day after school. Right. And if you continue like that through your life, you're going to have other bullies that will see your weakness. You'll li- you you will literally attract people to abuse you. Mm-hmm. you will right. be attracted to it because they'll see weakness in you. You're vulnerable, and they'll attack you. And already, in my notes here, uh, it's actually an article. And I knew this was going to happen um, with Biden allowing the Taliban to come in and just walk in. And do this, it makes mm-hmm. America look weak, like we're not going to defend our allies. So right. now our allies are vulnerable to attack. Says here, Chinese state media chief calls for war with US over troop numbers in Taiwan. So, um, they're already, and, and, and China's been threatened to attack Taiwan for decades. Right. But I've got a feeling that that's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. And now North Korea, who Trump? Everybody said Trump was going to start World War III if he if he confronted them, if he blockaded them, and he did all that, and they they backed off, and he actually you know got them to to uh, stop threatening the rest of the world for a while. Uh-huh. So I think what's coming down the pike, I think we're, we might see the invasion of Taiwan, we might see North Korea attack South Korea uh, right. before the Lord comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could see the beginnings of that um, mm-hmm. um, and 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 it's, it's, I keep thinking this everything ties together, folks everything mm-hmm. that's right nothing nothing's a coincidence, nothing is by chance when it comes to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an accident that the coronavirus hit a year and a half ago, two years ago. It was planned. Right. Matter of fact, right. it's been planned for 50 years. Yeah, and since the 40s, I believe, maybe the 30s, it's, this whole thing's been planned by by the elitists. And so, they want to take over the world. They want to run the world, and the United States and a few other allies are in the way. So you can't beat them on the military field and the battlefield, So you invade them from the inside. And this started with China when uh, Nixon became when Nixon was president went over and met remember oh the, yeah he went over there and he uh, mm-hmm. uh, re, remade ties with china and at that point i when was that that was in the uh, late 60s early 70s yeah um china started trading with us a little bit just a little bit and china knew back then they, there's no way even though they had a billion people back then that they could beat us in the military field mm-hmm. there's no way so what do they do? They're smart. They start, they get in. Okay. You want to open trade with us? They thought these guys are stupid. Don't they know who we are? Just check our history, what we do to our enemies and how we win. Right. So they come into our country on the invitation of Nixon, which everybody thought was great. I did too at the time, but looking back, it, they, they started buying our lands, buying our farms, investing in our stock markets, investing in our companies, They started uh, investing in politics and getting some of their own people in politics. They started bringing spies in called students that go to universities. Right. And and started stealing our technologies. Almost all the technology that China has for its jets came from us. Mm -hmm. They didn't get a stealth fighter until after we got a stealth fighter. You know, theirs wasn't built until after ours was built because they stole the tech. Actually, a lot of the technology was given to them by the Democrats. And mm-hmm. and there's you can go look that up. It actually happened. Um so no, Obama, did for the most part. Yeah. yeah, Obama gave him a lot of it. So this and, and the next thing, you know, speeding up, you have the, the coronavirus came okay. which came from a lab, not a wet market. And so they I got you know I gotta hand it to them. They're smart. Mm-hmm. They're smart. Um and we're dumb. We're not not all of us, but the ones that run the government. So dumb, ignorant, ignorant uh, uninformed, and allow these these Chinese companies to come into our country, have full access to whatever they want to do, because they're paying off um, politicians and mm-hmm. lobbyists and giving them millions, if not billions of dollars, so they can come in. Now you have the NBA, you have the NFL, you've got uh, Nike, you've got Target, you've got Walmart. They all had businesses in China, yeah. And they're thinking, well, it's a billion people, what a market. But they're also thinking they're probably being threatened. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come against us, we will pull. Um, all our our our, you won't be able to do business here. Yeah. You know, nothing's for free. It's like, you know, it's like a, a, somebody giving drugs. The first one's free, and after that, you got to pay for it. But once you get the first one, you're hooked. So these mm-hmm. companies go into China, like say Walmart or Target. And they have a billion one was it 1.3 billion consumers, which is four to five times our population. Right. And and all they have to do is reach a fraction of that population, and it outweighs what they can do here. Plus the labor there is slave labor. It's, there's no unions. They're not mm-hmm. negotiating with a bunch of union bosses driving the prices up. And what has this got to do with what's going on? Because once they got us in there. And the Almighty Dollar speaks, and it, and people thirst after that dollar. Do you think these companies now, after being in there for a few decades or a decade, are going to just leave because our government says it's it's a security issue, or Trump no. says no? They, they would betray their own mother to make that dollar. But instead of betraying their own mother, these companies are betraying the American people. Mm-hmm. And because of that's happened, everything has a cause and effect. the coronavirus it was used to take trump out of office basically plus they cheated on the election we all know that trump won but they used that whole it was all smoke and mirrors to make trump look like a like an idiot and make uh make us look like we're in a pandemic that everybody's going to die on the streets we know that's not true but -hmm. it's too late trump's not in there biden's in there china now goes okay we got trump out of there now let's Tell Biden we want the troops out of Afghanistan because we're going to use that to our leverage. Right. And so now they're leaving. And I, I don't know this for sure, but I don't think Taliban's calling the shots. I think China's calling the shots to the Taliban. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Because their weapons come from China and Russia. And Taliban, yeah, they're terrorists and they're ruthless, but who's financing them? Where's their mm-hmm. money coming from? We just about obliterated them. After 9-11, remember, we went into Afghanistan. We just, where'd they all come from? Mm -hmm. How'd they rebuild after 20 years? And we've been in there for 20 years. And we've been going after them for 20 years. But there's 100,000 of them now. Mm -hmm. Where'd they come from? Where'd the weapons come from? And so, all this has been planned by China, the one world government, and... um, What's going to happen, the Bible says it's going to happen, there's going to be a civil war amongst those nations. They're going to, mm-hmm. at one point, uh, three of the nations are going to break off and say, I've had enough of this during the tribulation, right. the 10 kings, right, right. and Daniel. So, um, and the other nations, the antichrist is going to take them out. So mm-hmm. they may have a relationship right now with Europe and with these other nations, with Russia, but that's all going to come to an end probably soon. But in the meantime, they're using, China's using Afghanistan as a stepping stool. They want to put their troops in there. They want to have a land base in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because it's near Middle East. It's near right. oil. It's, yeah. it's just they, they want to be they, – they, China wants to be land barons. Uh, as mm-hmm. we talked about a few months ago, China's running out of natural resources to feed its people and because there's so many there's uh, 1.3 or 4 billion and it's not they're just running out they're polluting their own land oh really bad that's really bad a lot of their farmlands can't be farmed because it's polluted by by chemicals and acid rain and all these different things so they're looking to other countries that's why a few weeks ago we talked about the invasion of america They don't want to nuke us. They want to just kill us enough to take over the country because they want our farmlands. They want our industries. They want Mm -hmm. our cities. They don't want our cities totally blown away. They just want as little damage as possible because they want our property. It's about real estate. It's always about real estate. You know, a lot of the most of the wars have been fought over real estate. Yeah. So, and so. Now they got Afghanistan, they're going to be a proxy to Afghanistan. They're going to fund the Taliban. They're going to put leaders in who they want, and they're going to control the Taliban and whoever else is in there to mm-hmm. do whatever they want. And uh, they're, they're also behind Iran. China's running behind Iran with Russia, which is interesting because Russia and China folks are, are, are sworn enemies of each other for centuries. They hate right. each other, right. but they're united when it comes against Israel. And, and the why, United because, States, too. Yeah, and the United States, because they want world dominance. And in the way you have world dominance is you get rid of the United States and you get rid of Israel. Because mm-hmm. Israel may be small, folks, but it's the fourth or fifth most powerful country in the world. Yeah. And right. they have nukes. They've never admitted it publicly, but they have a lot of nukes. Mm-hmm. And they have an army of five to six million people. Um, they, their army is twice as big as ours and we're, our land mass is like 50,000 times bigger Right. because everybody in Israel learns to fight right out of high school mm-hmm. and they all know how to use guns they know how to fight and they know their life depends upon it so they're going to fight like their life does depend upon it that's yep. why they're so dominant as a as a power and uh, they, they can't afford not to be so this Afghanistan tragedy that's going on as we speak um it's, it's orchestrated between the Biden administration, the Afghan, the Afghani, uh, uh, military that's corrupt, the Taliban and China. And mm-hmm. I think Russia, I think all of them are in bed together. That's just my opinion. Uh, just, just because I, I know these countries, I know how they operate. I know how they think I've been following them for 40 years right. and, um, and their histories. And I, I think it's going to come out. Well, I think China's already going into Afghanistan as we speak. Uh, to help out. So I don't doubt. Um, it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then you got the COVID, the old COVID still here. Um, and I just want to switch gears to COVID if it's okay for a minute, Dave. No,
0: no, we have if, to.
1: Yeah. I'm tipping a dead horse with the Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Um, is COVID not going to go away in the blue states unless we make it go away? Right. Because if it's not COVID, it's the variant. Now they're talking to Ebola. Uh, there's a, mm-hmm. a train of Ebola that's coming to America. It's an 80% kill rate, supposedly. So um, we got to stop it. Um, and if you're an American right now listening to me, I'm speaking to you. You need to vote in your elections. Right. And you need to make sure in those states where they cheated, you press your congressmen and senators to change the voting laws. Mm-hmm. And if they're Democrats, they won't change them. Start calling them start organizing something that's the that's what we got to do um there's no there's no physical civil war yet that's what they want so before we get there we can do some things and then uh the COVID. don't wear your mask Mm -hmm. um go to your school meetings we had a a board meeting in one of our at our school district uh where i work at a school district and the board members had to get up and leave so because Supposedly, I heard some of the board, uh, some of the people in attendance weren't even from our school district, that they were going around the different school districts protesting the mask mandates and the vaccines. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, there were some of our parents were there. And what they did say to those board members was accurate. They're killing our kids. Right. Uh, I read today that literally a handful of kids in the nation have died from COVID.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Literally. A handful right. of, of kids, K to 12, uh, yeah, K to 12 have died. Um, it doesn't kill kids. Right. So um, this is all politics. It's all about control. In California, we have an election coming up on the 14th to get rid of Gavin Newsom. Oh, He's amazing. behind in the polls. And last I heard, it was 58% wanted him recalled. Good. So, uh, but they 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 made it here. Hey, I think I told you this. You can print out your ballot. You can go on your computer and print out your own ballot.
0: That's not kosher.
1: <laughs> no, and, and I don't know if there's any safety measures on there. You can only print out one, but I got a feeling not. It's a, it's all mail-in ballots, I think. all mail-in. There might be a few places that you can pick them in. But it's mostly mail-in ballots, and you can print your ballots out.
0: Well, and I don't know you if you. Don't... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You go yeah. ahead. You're not
1: finished. Yeah. This. So, so if this was, if this is going to be a fair election here in California, Gavin's got no chance of winning. But if it's like the presidential election, he's probably going to win. And if mm-hmm. he does, I, I uh, for California's listening. to my opinion. At first. He's gonna be very thankful that he's still governor and be excited that he won. He's gonna give a speech. I'm the governor of all of California, right? Just like Biden did. Right. But then he's gonna realize that he almost lost his governorship to Trump supporters in mm-hmm. his mind. And he's gonna go after Christians like the Taliban's going after Christians. Right. He may not go after them in such a brutal way, but he will. He'll go after mm-hmm. Trump supporters, he'll go after churches, he'll go after anything he thinks Represents Trump. Right. I don't know how he's going to do it, but you watch. You mark my words, he will do it. And I think one of the ways he'll do it, he'll he'll step up with the vaccinations and say they're mandated. And I got a feeling what's coming is if you don't get them, you can get arrested, because mm-hmm. there's people here and around the country saying, if you're not vaccinated, you're gonna, you're murdering people. Yeah, that that's actually been said by politicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, live on television. So that's what's coming next. The, yeah. the, the And that's why they have internment camps, which they've had for years in America. We've talked about in the past, over a year and a half ago, we talked about them, Dave. Yeah. And they're going to start filling them up with us. And the first mm-hmm. people that are going to go in are the unvaccinated that refuse to get vaccinated. That's right. And so the only way to stop this insanity before the word comes back is to vote these crazies out of office and pressure your congressmen, congresswomen, Democrat or Republican, and to do the right thing. Um, don't wear your mask, don't get vaccinated, do not. It's a death sentence. Yeah. I've, um, I've had four people that I know that have got vaccinated, two are in the hospital, one we talked about tonight, and two are not here. They're dead, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's in the last four to six weeks. Right. So um yeah, it's just uh there's people now that have gotten vaccinated a few months ago when it first came out are starting to get sick. I have a guy at work, he's been with my in his job for over thirty years. He got the first vaccine, he got a little sick, got the second one, was off a month, sick, came back, I talked to him a few months ago. He's a big guy, he's like six four, six five, he's in his seventies, but Strong, healthy guy. Mm-hmm. Now I found out he's not working with us anymore. He's he's he had to quit. He got so sick. It came back, yeah. and it it attacks your immune system and makes you vulnerable to everything. Yeah. And it, it it goes after your brain tissue. It it's uh, it's horrible. It's it's genocide. It's a slow moving genocide. Yeah. It Instead sure of lining is. you up against the wall and shooting you. This is, they're lining you up in lines to go into the clinics. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. You're being, you're being eliminated. Yep. And a lot of you listening, maybe I have any signs and symptoms. And if you're a believer, like Dave mentioned earlier, um, you're protected. There, and no mm-hmm. weapon formed against you will prosper. Um, and we talked about DNA, and how it changes your DNA. Remember, we talked about the, how the MR, mm-hmm. MNRA vaccine? Well, when you get saved, your DNA is changed by the Holy Spirit. That's right. So nothing can change that. Mm-hmm. No vaccine can change that DNA. So That's right. don't worry about it. But if you don't know the Lord, you need to get saved. You need to ask Jesus in your heart tonight. Mm-hmm. Because there's not a lot of time left, and the world is getting crazier and crazier. But I was talking, I think to Dave earlier, um, people fear and me included, the circumstances of our life more than we fear God sometimes. And God is our keeper. The Lord is our Savior. It doesn't matter how you're living right now, if you're in sin. He doesn't want that. That does matter. But if you belong to him, you belong to him. He's got your back. That's right. He's got the best intentions for you, not the government. Um, not even me or day, because we're That's just right. men. We're just people. Uh-huh. And so, but the Lord, He's pure in heart, pure in motive. His thoughts toward you are good all the time, and you can trust Him. And the one thing that He doesn't like that, that is fear, that the church in whole is fearing the COVID more than they're fearing the Lord of the universe. That's right, and he doesn't want us to fear COVID. It, 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 so you get COVID and you die, and you're a believer, you're with the Lord. Darn it, I'm, I'm in heaven. That's horrible. You know <laughs> what a horrible thing. Heaven's yeah. real, folks. It really is. Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you get the, you know if you get sick from COVID and you don't die, you'll then you you heal from it. It's like a cold. Yep. But either way, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. like they attacked almost sound Italian don't worry about it you know so you know Joey get the bat Joey you know so it's just, <laughs> right get the tag right. Joey go get the bat we got some Democrats over here come on get the bat so um but there's a lot to fear tonight what's going on in Afghanistan is horrible and I encourage all of you to look up that website uh what was the website again Dave um, you know what? I don't know. Oh, um, Nazarene. Yeah. It's Naz- nazarene.org or nazarene.com through Glenn Beck. I think it's a dot .org, yeah. yeah. You can go to Glenn Beck's website. It's probably on there. Uh, we need to get our brothers and sisters, Americans and believers, out of that country. Because mm-hmm. our right. government is not going to do it. And um, I just can't believe we're living in these times, Dave. I mean, it's... It's just hard to keep up with everything that's going on in the world, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. I mean, it's crazy.
0: Oh, it's nuts, man. It really is. You know, um, Brian, I don't know if you read it on Natural News, but uh, there's there's a study that's come out. Um, and it says that um, babies that were born to women who, um, you know, wore the mask during a COVID uh, thing... <laughs> I don't want to call it a crisis. I don't want to dignify the people that put that out by naming it a crisis. But um, they're starting to find out that the babies are just a little bit slower than everybody else. And I've heard time and time and time and time and time and time again, oh, the masks don't keep your, you know, they don't keep you from breathing in your CO2 and stuff like that, that you exhale. But yes, they do. Uh, all you gotta do is wear one of those stupid things, especially the paper ones that we were required to wear at work. And you you would have to breathe out, then stop breathing for like maybe a second or two, and then you could breathe again. Then you because you could feel the the moist air from your lungs still in a mask, right until until it came out. You know, then you could breathe again. Thus, if you're breathing fast, like that what was it, University of Oregon runner that um she was wearing a mask uh during a track and field
1: and competitions
0: she and she collapsed. And then when they were interviewing her, she was still wearing a mask. It's like, okay. <laughs> but uh anyway, um Okay. So it it could be affecting uh babies that were born during this time that were in the mother's womb during the the COVID um thing. Um and that's that's to be um very concerned about. You know, it's they're trying to dumb down America, but you know, not that way for goodness sakes. Um and then um, where the ballots are concerned we were talking about people printing out their own ballots in California for this. Yeah. Um during the uh, the election I don't know if uh, it was uh, it was you know if many people heard about this but um the Department of Homeland Security printed out the ballots for you know the official ballots for the election. And they had a little watermark on the right-hand side it was a little dot. You could barely see it. Um, and I, I, saw, I saw videos of women, or there was one woman that um she she said, Oh, yeah, there it is, you know, and and uh, so that watermark's not going to show up on a on a copy. So that was one reason why it was really easy for them to tell if a ballot was was fake or not because it didn't mm-hmm. have the watermark that was printed out by the uh Department of Homeland Security, and um, that was common knowledge to a lot of us that you know, even before the election, um. But after the election it, it was kind of hushed up by the press. But mm-hmm. um anyway, so there there were countermeasures that were taken to to make sure that things were uh on the up and up in kosher because they knew that the election was going to be stolen. Right. And or an attempt was gonna be made. But uh it it, it happened in such a uh you know, such a firm way and, and such a um, an all encompassing way. There, that's the words I was looking for. That it was really hard to to overcome, and you know that's gotten kind of quiet, hasn't it? About mm-hmm. all the audits and everything, you don't hear about those anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's because of COVID. You know, right. the new strain of COVID. It, I guess it uh, kind of defeats the uh, the, balance, you know? right, the ballots. You know, the ballots get COVID. Um, they call it ballot COVID. Uh, <laughs> if anybody <laughs> uses that, I thought of it. Yeah. You can you can use it. I don't care, but just give me credit. <laughs> But anyway, uh, it's it's really ridiculous. And uh, here, I don't know. I think I mentioned it earlier that she's mandating um, healthcare workers and uh, and teachers to all be, to all um, uh, Brown. It is mandating all people of those calibers to uh, to get the vaccine. And uh, like I said, a lot of people in that hospital when I was down there, um, they actually uh, were quitting. Because they know the danger of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew a lot of people that when I worked at the uh, the psych hospital up in Salem. You know, they knew the danger and they didn't take it. But now they're going to be faced with having to take it. Uh, they, the picture that went with the article actually showed Kate Brown outside of the Oregon State Hospital in Salem doing an interview. Um, I don't know if I told you, but if you, back, uh, I guess COVID was probably about three, four months old. She came to the hospital. And was down in the um, the area where they do all the recreation and stuff like that. And somebody told me, and I went into my supervisor and I said, "Please don't send me down there. If you send me down, or I'm going to say something and I'm going to get fired." <laughs> he goes, "Don't worry, we'll keep you up on the floor." <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I the older I get, the less uh, in, in, the less um uh, oh, I'm trying to say the braver. To- yeah, the, less, the braver I get to say things I want to say, because, <laughs> you know, too. when I was young and a lot of older people would talk, was, oh, he's an old fool, let him talk, yeah. you know, and so I'm going to take advantage of that all that I can, of course, but uh, one of the things that I'd like to, if if people are into it, I uh, there's coming a time, it's here now, I do think, uh, not because it's just the government, because of lawlessness too, because, well, the government is letting a lot of people out of prison that shouldn't be let out of prison. I I have a relative that works down in California, at a big prison down there. And uh, she's the one that has to call some some people and let them know, hey, you know, this person's getting out. And uh, we're not just talking about people that sold dope or smoked dope. We're talking about murderers, um, people that are murderers many times over that because of COVID were let out of the prison. Now, I don't understand this because we're supposed to shelter in place and stay inside when with the COVID going around, but criminals can be released to the outside. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a, a, great big, stupid, bizarre world out there now that, uh, nothing makes sense. It's, it's really where nothing at all makes sense except, you know, church and, and, um, and the scriptures and a lot of Christian brothers and sisters, they, they make sense. And, and even some secular people that I'm around, you know, uh, there are people that are just so angry with everything that's going on now. They just want out of everything. They just, they want to opt out. And I don't mean killing themselves or stuff like that. I'm just, they, they don't want to have anything to do with the mass, They don't want to have anything to do with the the um, the kill shots. Uh, they just want to be left alone. And I think that they'll be okay if they are. But for the most part, we know that the, what the plans are, you know, that they're going to try to force mm-hmm. vaccinations on all of us. And um, I'm not going. I'm not doing it. Sorry. Um, you know, do what you got to do, but I'm not doing it. And uh, uh, it's funny because oh yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Just came back to me. Uh, you know that the, the vaccine companies, uh, the companies that make vaccines, are not liable for any damages that the vaccine does, right? Right. Right. However, however, if you have a boss that mandates you to get the vaccine, they're liable. That's right. They're liable. And um, the state of Oregon, and I was telling Barbara that I was glad that I got out of that because I I knew that they were going to mandate it sooner or later. But the state of Oregon even can be culpable and will have to pay damages for anybody that gets hurt because they were required to get the, the vaccine to keep their job. So I don't know if a little Katie Brown has thought about that, but there could be. In the, in the future and probably not far down the road um, very serious lawsuits um, against the state of oregon against all employers that required people to get the vaccine and i could just see it now you're sitting there you're watching television and the commercial comes on were you were you forced to take the COVID vaccine against your will yeah. did you suffer did you suffer injury or death That always cracks me up is like the dead people are supposed to say i did uh, yeah but yeah. um you know, he called this number and entered this class action lawsuit with us. And, uh, boy, that, that lawyer is going to make out like there's no business. Um, so, anyway, the next time that you you go to work and your boss says, uh, you know, now do this if you don't want to have your job anymore. Um, but you may not have it anyway if they're going to force you. But if he mm-hmm. says you need to get this this shot, just say, hey. Did you know that you're culpable, that you're, you are, that's not the right word I'm looking for, that you're, you're responsible, responsible if something happens to me because I get that vaccine, I can sue you. And I'd like to see what would happen if somebody said that. <laughs> Probably get fired. Uh, but you're going to quit anyway because you're going to have to take the vaccine. And I know a lot of people are in a hard spot because, you know, they've been at a job for maybe, maybe 10 years, 20 years. Maybe you've got a good pension buildup. And, uh, you know, you're just waiting another five or six years till you can retire. But if you're going to have to leave, uh, well, most people that are only have five or six years are are well over 59 years old. But, um, you know, there are people that are under that that age and uh, won't be able to retire because they didn't reach uh, 59 and a half years old. Uh, But you're going to come to a a road fork where you're going to have to make a decision do I want to die or do I want to retire and maybe work a couple of jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, a couple of menial jobs or something like that. And that's a hard decision to make. And I am kind of glad I'm not in that arena right now because I'd really be struggling with that. I mean, I don't want to die, but I'd be looking for ways to get out of it. Um, there's still, I think they're, they're honoring religious exemptions. Have you talked with, um, your bosses, uh, Brian, to see if they have uh, a lot of religious exemptions.
1: Yeah, I can do that. Um, where I work, I work for, um, most people don't know I work for a public agency, so they're requiring us to either uh, to be show vaccination mm-hmm. or to get tested weekly. Um, I can deny the vaccines for religious reasons or whatever, but I have to get tested. So, um, Actually, we're having a meeting tomorrow morning about this at 7 o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh, so where I work in this the part of the where I work, there's four, no, 30 employees. I thought there was more, but there's 30 and 26 are in vac- vaccinated. So, no, 24 are vaccinated. Six aren't. I'm one of the six. Right. And actually my boss, she's not vaccinated either. And she's not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And she, she had a. A relative get the vaccine who was pregnant and lost the baby like a few days later, a week later, from a clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sorry. she and she's not. There's no way she's going to get it. She said. So mm-hmm. um, might be subject to testing. And Dave and I talked about this earlier today about the testing. So I'm not sure what to do about that. I'm still. I'm pretty sure it's safe now. The testing is not what it used to be. But I just don't trust. I just don't trust them. Just don't trust them. Mm-hmm. So. But I'm pretty sure it'll be OK. But yeah. I'm I'm going to be put into a position eventually where I'm going to have to make a decision. I know it's coming. I live in California in, in right. L.A. County. So this is like ground zero for liberalism. Mm-hmm. So um, right now you can opt out and be tested, but I think it's not going to be very far down the road. I'm going to have to get the vaccine or quit. Right. Because I will right. quit. I will not take the vaccine. Mhm. There's no mm-hmm. way. I mean, who's going to be around to bury my coworkers? I mean, cuz the way it is right now, um my some of my coworkers are getting sick. Like I right. mentioned the one earlier. You know, uh, the younger ones aren't so much, but the older ones are. And right. I think that's why they want to do the booster shot. Uh, we, that the vaccine didn't they always say it didn't do its job. It was ineffective. You know what it didn't do? It didn't kill us. Yeah. It was right. too weak. Which actually, for people listening that got the shot, is actually good news for you if you've gotten it because if it's too weak to do the job, that's why they want to give you a booster to finish the job. Right. You infect your body and destroy your immune system so you will get sick and die eventually, mm-hmm. if not right away. So if you have had the vaccines and they're telling you a booster, that's actually good news. I was thinking about it because the boosters, because the vaccine's not working. It's not. It didn't work with the way they thought it would. Right. So don't get the booster if you're out there and you've gotten the vaccine. Do not get the booster shots. Right.
0: Because
1: um, they they want to take you out. They want to they want to make you sick enough to be in the system because every time you go in the hospital with COVID, the, the hospital gets money for COVID. Oh, a lot of get, money, yeah. You get put on a ventilator, it's tw- I think it's like twenty grand. You get die um, you get tested and you're positive it's like ten grand or fifteen grand. Everything to do with COVID, you you can die from a hangnail and they'll tell you it's COVID. Right. Because they'll 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 they'll, they'll manipulate the books so they'll get money from the government. It's all about mm-hmm. money. Think about it. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It's horrible, but that's what they're doing. And it's funny we have a, a surge going on here in LA County of the variant. What was it? 1,300 people in the hospital in LA County, and eight died in one day. Mm -hmm. Well, 1,300 sounds like a lot, but there's 10 million people in our county. Right. So do the math. And Mm -hmm. I like I told somebody, eight people died out of 10 million, and they want to do all this, push these vaccines. And so you have to ask yourself which everybody in the audience already knows this answer to these questions. Why would they do that? Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? We already know why they got a, they change the course of an election. And because of that, because of the look at the domino effect here, Dave, because yeah. of what happened a year ago with uh, actually last November with the election, it trickled down. And now look what's happening in Afghanistan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If if Trump was in office would Afghanistan be happening right now? No, no not way, by any means. And if it was, you think he'd sit back and leave 15,000 of our American soul, uh, our people in Afghanistan? Nope. nope. He'd go in there. He would tell him, hey, I have my finger on the button right now. Give me give me my people back, or I'm pushing the button. Right. You know? And I mean, he he wouldn't put up with it. So. That's right. Elections have consequences. We're seeing the consequence of this last election that was stolen. Mm -hmm. And if they win the next election, and especially in 2024, and if we're still here, America's done. Yeah. Even if we got a Republican in there, it would take decades to get back. And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. That's just the facts. Mm -hmm. Because they're changing laws. They're not just changing laws. They're changing people's thinking. They're, that's right. But that's one I was uh, I was talking with Loretta today, my wife, about how what's amazing to her, how everything is just everybody's just going along with it. Yeah. You know, Here, drink this, um, you know, it's like Jim Jones in the jungle. Here, drink this red Kool-Aid, it's good for you. Yeah. And the guy right next to you who just drank it dropped dead, and you see him drop dead, okay, I'll have some of that.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's a good analogy.
1: And that's what America. That's what Americans are doing. That's what our brothers and sisters. I mean, brothers and sisters, our American family, right? And our, and our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Some of them are doing that, but why are we doing that? Why? It's just if God gave us common sense, you don't even have to ask God for wisdom on this, because He gave us wisdom. It's called common sense. Mm-hmm. You don't take something that's going to hurt you. Right, And actually doctors that are pushing this are actually going against their oath of coming, causing harm to their patients. That's right. And they're causing harm to their patients. And that's one of the oaths they take is not to cause harm to a patient.
0: Cause no harm.
1: Yeah. I was a volunteer firefighter in Oregon up where Dave lives for 15 years in the 90s and the early 2000s. And that's one of the things they teach you is don't cause more harm than what was already caused by whatever caused the harm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't. You know, don't just pull somebody out of a car if it's not burning on fire. You could have a broken neck. You just paralyzed them. Yeah. So it's so what we're doing, we're doing these things We're we're, that's what's frustrating me more than anything for the last year and a half, folks, is watching people fall for this. Watching right. people wear two double masks in a car with a shield on their face mm-hmm. with gloves or walking into a Starbucks with double masks or just, you know, you know, they, they're sending texts, hey I got the vaccine today. Yeah, cool, you did too, I did too, yay, yeah, yeah. You know, and then not doing any research on their phones. We're on our phones so much, there's no excuse not to know what's going on. That's we don't right. have to, we don't have to go to a library anymore. You mm-hmm. know, or the Britannica encyclopedias, we don't need those. I have That's a right. little phone that has more computer power than the Apollo emissions that went to the moon. That's right. My yeah. And so there's no excuse. You just look up the side effects. And um, I was, uh, my doctor, I have high cholesterol, kind of runs in my family. And for some reason, my doctor, uh, my in, uh, endocrinologist, because uh, I have a, a primary care, but my endocrinologist, super nice guy, but he's really concerned about my cholesterol. And it's not super high, but it's not low. And He's put me on these cholesterol meds, but one of the first side effects on these meds is joint pain and muscle. Oh, boy. So, so I take I took this pill for like a week. I could barely get up in the morning. I mean, it hurt to get up. Ugly I mean, it. I bent down to pick up some off the floor and my hip popped.
0: Sounds like a statin.
1: Yeah. It, it, and so, yeah. So I went back and I I went on two or three more meds, same thing. Because so well, we got this new one. It's like an EpiPen. You stick it in your leg, and the side effects were almost zero, and it'll it brings your cholesterol down by like 70% within a month. Wow. And you do it you do it every two weeks, though. So I have to stick mm-hmm. my leg with like an EpiPen, and it's really expensive. My insurance covered it. I think it was like $800 a pen. Wow. And but my insurance covered it. It was like hardly anything. So I thought, oh, this is cool. So I'm in his office, and I said, so what are the side effects? So he gets on his little computer, and I'm thinking, and he pulls up this website. And joint pain wasn't on there. Hip pain wasn't on there. Nauseous was on there. Tiredness. And, uh, you know, I can't remember. Maybe uh, anxiety was on there. So I thought, okay, that's not too bad. There's no hip pain, no joint pain. He was on the manufacturer's site. And made the pen. (laughs) So. They're just a I, I little jaded, right? <laughs> something told me my little voice in your head that mm-hmm. something's not right in Mayberry here. Right. Something's not right in Dodge City. Yeah. And if you guys don't know what Dodge City Mayberry is, then you need to go look it up. Um so I went on WebMD. You now WebMD is WebMD, it's medical doctors and they you know, so I went there. The first one of the first side effects was muscle pain and joint pain. See that and and then I went and yelped it, and I could not believe what I saw for this stuff. People mm-hmm. were saying, "If you're on this, I took it for a month, and after two weeks, I couldn't walk and get out of bed. I had to stay home for three weeks from my job. I uh-huh. was in severe pain i was I had to get on morphine, I couldn't move, I didn't know what it was. Finally, I realized it was the epi pen I was the pen I was taking. And I got off, I got off and it took me two months, but I finally was able to walk again after two months.
0: My goodness.
1: Walk again. And it was one yelp after another, after another, after another, after another. One person said it almost killed him wow. and he went into a deep depression. And so I, uh, I, um, didn't go back to my doctor. I haven't seen him yet, but the, his office called, wanted to know. How I was doing on the pen, and I said, "Well, I'm not on it anymore. It caused me joint pain." And I looked it up, and I told him what I found. Uh-huh. And they go, "Oh, I'll relay that to the doctor. He'll give you a call back." It's been a month. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> and he's the same guy that, that asked figures. me. He asked me if I was going to take the vaccine like a year ago, uh, six months mm-hmm. ago. And I said, "No." I go, "I go, no." He goes, "Oh, why not?" I go. He goes, you know, it's safe. And I said, it's experimental. It's not been FDA approved. Why would I take an experimental drug? And he goes, so you're like one of those anti-vaxxers? And I said, <laughs> no, I'm anti-dying. Uh-huh. I said, that's what I said to him. I said, I'm anti-dying. I don't wanna die from a vaccine. Right. I mean, I, I, if I get killed in battle, that's different, but I don't wanna die mm-hmm. from a, somebody, some 25 year old made a vaccine in the lab. And I don't know what it does. He goes, Oh, okay. And he wrote in his notes. And that was it. He let it go. Uh Uh-huh. So I guess I'm going off on a tangent here, sorry.
0: No, it's Um, okay. It's all related. It's cool. But
1: it's just, oh, I'm talking about people will just follow anybody. Yeah. They'll listen to anybody. Hey, go jump off this clip. Okay. You know, hey, um, this this new drug really works. Why don't you try it? Okay. Uh-huh. You know, nobody. It's like mm. we are in the days now where you don't have to believe everything everybody tells you. You can actually figure it out yourself.
0: Yeah, and the you old days, until there's no tomorrow.
1: Mm. I remember growing up as a kid, whatever the doctor said, I did. Right, but that's when doctors actually used to be doctors. Uh huh. And they weren't bought out by the for some, uh, pharmaceutical companies. And you right. know, they weren't. You know threatened to lose their doctor's license because they didn't want to go along with what they were told. Mm -hmm. So that's why what's amazing to me is with this COVID, how many people are going along with the vaccines and 200 million Americans have taken the jab. Yeah. And it's just, it's really sad, but there's still 140 million of us, which is a lot that haven't. Right. And so to the 140 million out there, kudos to you. Good going, don't take it. Um, we got to outlast them. We're going to outlast these crazies. If the Lord doesn't come back, we'll we'll outlast them because everything they've ever done over the last 100 years, the Democrats, um, communists, socialists, just plain old bad people, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they, in the end, have always lost every single time. Good has triumphed over evil every single time.
0: And That's we, right. That's right.
1: We just gotta outlast them. Mm-hmm. And don't he give he
0: endures he who endures to the end will be saved. That's <laughs> right. That's right. But uh, Yeah, I, I you know, it's, it's funny because I a few months ago I was in the well, we went to um no, I went in, I'm sorry, by myself. Um Winco. I love Winco. Great
1: store. Oh, it's a good store. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And um and I forgot my mask. I totally blew it off, you know. And I walked in and the lady at the cash. Oh, sir, do you want a mask? And I said, Oh, I forgot it. I'll go out. There. No, she's I got one right here. And, I, and there's this old couple that I walked in with and they were standing. over. I probably told you this story or they're standing yeah. over the corner. And when I put the mask on, he goes, it's okay, dear. He's wearing a mask now. Now, they had probably had 10 years on me. So they were probably in their early 70s. Now, Brian, you and I, and, and, others, we grew up in a generation where we didn't, tr- we were told, taught not to trust government. Yeah. Okay. And, and for the most part, that's what I've done. You know, there's been times and you know, you got to trust them, but, um, so now they're, they got 10 years on me. So they have to know that th- just through observing history that you don't trust government, you know, uh you had the CIA was experimented with LSD and using it in, in subway tubes back East somewhere back in the sixties, you know, and, and, you know, and and the war in Vietnam, you know, you look at that, that was a big ruse, you know, that was just to, to, for the, um, the manufacturers of weapons and stuff to be able to test their stuff. And also, uh, it had a lot to do with the drug trade and the bankers were involved in that they're involved in all wars, but anyway, um, so, just the fact that somebody that old older than me believes that the go the government says Mm -hmm. and believes it with such a fervor that they're quaking you know actually quaking over in the corner because somebody without a mask walked into the store Mm -hmm. i was like here again we have something where it doesn't make sense it just does not make sense that this um that our population that our our american culture there there are people that still buy into the government thing now the church is really um a lot of the church is really responsible for that in that uh there's a scripture that's take that's taken out of context and it's basically we're told in scripture to to um, submit to government authorities mm-hmm. okay and we're because god has placed them there um however if you do a word search of that um, basically, it means you're supposed to submit to an authority. If they're following God's edicts and they're and they're, you know, they're um, they're living the scripture life, the, the the godly life, and right. and trying trying to work for the advancement of the society rather than its te- tearing down. And um, <clears throat> but because of that mistranslation, you had pastors this this last two years telling people you got to go get your shot, you got to obey the government. The government's telling you what's right. And how many, you know, talk about a shepherd that's supposed to be protecting his flock. Yeah. You know, now I happen, don't happen to know a pastor like that, but I'm sure they're out there. Without a doubt, they're out there, a lot of them. They got to stand before God someday. And when they do, they're going to have to explain why they were so ignorant, why they gave people bum advice and, and everything else. You know, and it just it just befuddles me that, a person that's <clears throat> been entrusted by God to to shepherd and, and take care of the souls of all the, the people that are under him could be so blatantly ignorant, or maybe ignorant on purpose, that, that he would do something like he or she would. Well, I'm not going to say she because there shouldn't be female pastors. Oh, I know I'm going to get letters for that. Um, but anyway. That's just my belief, folks, okay, I, from what my understanding of Scripture. Um, but anyway, I killed a spider before, and it's, you ever do that? You feel like you're spiders? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Dave. Anyway,
1: yeah. You're a little fuzzy, your picture. I am? Yeah, Here, a little bit. This
0: sometimes works. Oh,
1: yeah, that's better. Yeah, okay, there we go. You went out of focus there for a minute.
0: Yeah, I move around sometimes, and that happens, but... um So anyway, um, again, being believers and having, like you mentioned before, having all the resources that we have. You you use it in talking about medicine. But in all things, um, having the resources of the Internet and so many places to go to find out what the truth is. And like Blue Letter Bible that I was looking at before, you can take each word and look at, well, if it's in the New Testament, you can look at the Greek. The Old mm-hmm. Testament, you can look into Hebrew, see what all the meanings are to those words, because some words were they, they picked the, the the off meaning. You know, it doesn't mean that it's not uh, God's word. It's just that it was it was picked. Um, the word was the meaning of the word, which one, one word might have many. Um, the wrong one was picked and it just kind of tweaks it a little bit and makes it hard to understand um, and hard to obey. Mm-hmm. But um so, you know, with all those resources out there, yes, it's the pastor's fault for, for misleading people, but it's also the believers, not the believers, the, the, the sheep's fault for not going home and saying, okay, the pastor talked about this. Let me check it out and make sure that what he was talking about is actually what God wants me to hear. People are so in tune with just um, listening to a message and going, okay, you know, I, I got to make it home because the football mm-hmm. game, you know, NFL's playing at one o'clock. You know, and the message gets totally forgotten. Um you know, and it's 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 moot in that instance, you know, and so the only thing that they got out of it was, well, yeah, go get your vaccine. Right. And then they get home and they get, you know, they watch the game and then there's family things that they have to get involved in and the message is totally lost, except for that one thing. The the Lord tells you to obey the government. You know, and it's 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 a sticky wicket, it really is, and it's something that Needs to be corrected. It really does. Um, mm-hmm. You and I have said on this show before that we're not right all the time. Oh. And everything that we say, you should get on a, a program like Blue Letter Bible, do a word study, and see that if the things that we say are what God actually said. Okay? We're human. We can make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as we get older. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that being the case you know check out everything we say check out everything a pastor says um don't even worry about the you know the government because it, i've i heard Barack obama one time take scripture totally out of context and so did bill clinton if they use scripture then they're pandering and you don't need to mm-hmm. listen to them um but um it's important that you know for your own salvation which which you're going to have anyway but it's harder to work out your salvation as you go along if you're getting fed the wrong information. Um, so, anyway, just check everything like your life depended on it because it just might, especially might. Like things like the COVID. Yeah. You know,
1: so. Anyway, I'll hey, sit uh, down off my. <laughs> so no, no. That's what we're here. We're here to talk, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I just thought of something I mentioned, mentioned earlier about COVID when I was doing research about the vaccines and you know I, I'm on my phone all the time looking this it's changing every day right. so you got to be on top of it every day you know who doesn't have to be you know who does not have vaccine mandates congress the, the cdc does not oh have yeah the, i read that yeah their employees don't um the who the, oh, White Burke, Hops, the department of justice the vaccine um, companies too, a lot uh, of them aren't taking. Everybody who works in Moderna or Johnson Johnson, all those employees are not mandated. Yeah. Why is that? If that if we're it if, if you don't get the vaccine, we're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they getting the vaccine? It's just like Obama and his sixtieth birthday party, they called a super spreader event. There's hundreds of people there, no social distancing, no masks. Right. But like one uh, reporter said for CNN or NSNBC or whatever you call it, said that that they were um, intellectual intellectuals. So he basically oh. because they're intellectuals, they're not going to get sick. <laughs> they're almost too smart to get sick. Right? <laughs> because that actually was said, you can look it up. It wasn't said just like that. Folks out uh-huh. there, just help me out. So, but <laughs> yeah, the, so the CDC, who's making the guidelines, they don't apply to their own employees. Right. So I work for a school district. I, I might have to be forced to get a vaccine, but if you work for the CDC, around thousands of people, and the CDC is much larger than a lot of our schools. It's massive. Mm-hmm. Hundreds, if not thousands of employees everywhere. Around the world, they don't have to get a vaccine. The White House, they don't have to get the vaccine. The DOJ, you know, just like I said earlier, those different places. So, come on, that right there should wake us up and say, hey, come on, folks, it's not a real pandemic. This is fake. This is smoke and mirrors. It's just like, okay, these aren't the Jedi's you're looking for. Can you guys see me? These, These aren't the Jedi's you're looking for. You know, that that's what's going on here, is like we're being told this is a real pandemic. Don't watch what we're doing. This is a real pandemic.
0: Uh-huh. You know?
1: Uh-huh. Why else would Gavin Newsom spend $1,500 on a dinner up in, where I was at Napa, you know? Right. I mean, with his kids, do you think if he's worried for his family's safety, that they were going to die any moment from a disease they could get really easily? You think he'd have his kids at a public event with no mask on, sitting right next to other people who happen to be the directors of the health department for the state of California? Right. You know, right. who made or the very ones that made the mandate rules were sitting with them at the same table.
0: Well, you one know, of the things, Brian, that that uh, kind of tipped me off. Ludicrous. Yeah, it is ludicrous. One yeah. of the things that kind of tipped me off is I saw a picture. Actually, it was a video of, of um, Benjamin Netanyahu getting his shot. And he looks at the doctor and he says, are you sure you got the right vial? And I'm like, yeah, and to me, that was, the, are you sure you got the, the, you got the vial of sodium um, chloride the and not, yes, yeah, and the not thing. the, not the code. Yeah. So that, and then uh, they showed a picture of Forrest Yeltsin. Uh, Yeltsin. I always do that. Boris Johnson. Um getting his vaccine, except uh, the cap was still on the, the syringe.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, Bad photo op. Uh, and then there was another one too, that uh, you could tell when they were sticking it in the arm, that there was nothing in the syringe. You know, he's just sticking the syringe in and pretending like he was giving it. So when the lead, the world's leaders are doing that, you know, that there's something tainted or wrong with that. that,
1: that um, They're poison, poison shots. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have also give them rat poison. It's the same thing. Uh huh. It's called cumin.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Coumadin <laughs> is rat poison. No people know that out there, but it's got rat poison. In it.
0: Yeah. But and it, it works good if it's if it's monitored correctly and stuff you know, like that. Except yeah, small doses, except yeah. people do right. bleed out taking it if they get an injury and they don't know they have the injury. And, right. You know.
1: And, and if you so, notice, I don't know where you're at, but you know, 5G was really this is this is along the same lines. Right. 5G was really pushed here in Southern California for a while before mm-hmm. COVID. You know, the right. new 5G is coming out, and you know all the things we talked about 5G and the frequencies and what it can mm-hmm. do to the brain and the nervous system and all that. And I live in LA County. I'm around millions of people, but all I get every day is 4G. I never mm-hmm. get 5G. Right. Where's the 5G? Did it go bot- away? No. I believe the five G is for the nanobots. I believe it's for the vaccine. Oh, I believe okay. when they're ready to when they're ready to really get rid of people, they just gotta turn I mean Turn it on. Turn it on. Right. And folks, you, know, you don't know me, but years ago I would make fun of the people wearing tinfoil hats. I was mm-hmm. the conspiracy of the towers. I thought I thought they were really brought down by terrorists and went right. for quite a while. Okay, I'm, I knew aliens were Nephilim and all that, but a lot of this stuff I thought these guys are these guys are out there. This is what I could do. The government took our own buildings down. Okay, I've been converted a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the government took our buildings down. Right. Yeah, the, the, they're giving us poison called vaccines on purpose. Mm-hmm. Why? They want to kill us. But bottom it. line, it uh-huh. used to be years ago. I read a book about pharmaceutical companies 25 years ago. I can't remember the guy's name, but he got really famous from it exposed them. And they basically, he said 25, 30 years ago, everything that is made for medication and for the whole hospital system is made for to make money. Right. That cancer has been cured decades ago, but they're never going to bring it out because mm-hmm. it's about cancer treatment and money. You get right. rid of cancer, you get rid of money. Mm-hmm. The hospitals can't make money. Imagine if you he healed all the diseases, which Jesus will do when he comes back. The hospitals will go bankrupt. If you heal just, to say, let's say you healed cancer, all cancers, just cancers, the hospitals will go belly up overnight. Yeah, exactly. Would. It, it would wreck the economy. So, folks, they have these, they have these cures. They have them, 100% guaranteed. Cancer's been cured. Age has been cured. It's all been done. But they're never going to release it. If they release it, they release it in little increments to give us hope, but just a little bit, not to cure, but just like a, a therapeutic, right? Because
0: right. they right. don't want
1: to cure us. So they're out to, but that was back then. That was to make people, I read in this book, I wish Barber might remember the name of the book, um, but he wrote it to expose the pharmaceutical companies. And it basically said back then in the 80s and 90s, that they don't want to kill us maybe a few of us but they want to keep us alive and sick so we're yeah. always on medications we're always going to the doctor we're always in the hospital because mm-hmm. that's where they make the money if they kill us all off they're not gonna make any money now that's the game right. now the game is they want to they want to kill us off and why would they want to do that it's called depopulation look it up and you know who the Leader of that is is Bill Gates.
0: Yeah,
1: he's pushing that big time. Before COVID hit, he he has vaccination companies that develop vaccines, mm-hmm. and he tests them on Africans on the, on the African continent. And you can look it up how many people um, died from the vaccines he gave those people. That yep. were just they weren't even approved. He just mm-hmm. they were like guinea pigs, and now yeah. we're all the guinea pigs they want to depopulate the earth they want to bring in a monetary system that a few people run they want to take a, a freedom of religion away and eventually it's going to be the antichrist that they that we're going that people are going to worship right so this whole system is set up for that it's going mm-hmm. toward the end times it's going toward the seventh week of daniel the seven year period of tribulation, that what's all, all this COVID and all this, it's all preparation for that. Dry run. Yeah. It's a dry run. It's exactly right. It's a dry run and it worked. We submitted to them. We didn't mm-hmm. walk on the beaches. We didn't walk in the parks. We didn't go to the school. We didn't go to church. And we did it without even putting up a fuss. Right. But now people are like tired of it. Even the mm-hmm. vaccinated people got vaccines. I'm talking to more and more of them. They're regretting they got the vaccine. I talked to him about a day. He he regrets getting it. And mm-hmm. and he was lied to because he got it so he could travel. But now he has to right. wear a mask and he can't travel. Right. So, right. so people are onto it. And yeah. if the Lord doesn't come back, I think we're gonna see a pushback that's gonna bring some of our freedoms back. Maybe not all of them, but it's gonna slow the train down of the communism train is gonna be slowed down right now the trend of communism to me is full bore 100 miles an hour
0: right
1: and right. it's i believe it's going to be brought down and to 20 miles an hour but it's still going to be moving ahead but not as fast um and there's things that can change that our governor mm-hmm. in california getting a new governor would change that because right. california leads the nation if we start going the other way other other states are going to say hey they got rid of their governor maybe we can get rid of what's the one in Whitman Whitmer.
0: Oh yeah. Fishman?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kate Brown. Right. Hey, maybe we can give it to her and the people will start rising up. They just need to see it done. Right. And it gives them hope. Hey, they can do it. Cause mm. you know, if I travel and I go to Oregon or I travel, and I go to Arizona or New Mexico or Texas. You know what I am? And this is not a joke. I'm an American citizen. Mm-hmm. I'm an American. Right. It's all my country. Oh, here in Argonne, you can't come in here. This is California. Well, I know people are like that. Some people get territorial. But our forefathers and our brothers and sisters in the battles of the past died for us to be able to call Americans. Yeah. So we can go anywhere in this country and we're all created the same. I can get a burger at a McDonald's in Texas like I can in Oregon. I can go to church in Louisiana like I can in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And worship the same God without being threatened by a gun. Yeah. What happened is to Afghanistan, unless we stand up to this now, we're going to be Afghanistan. Right. But we we're... can stop it. It can be stopped or slowed down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And the way mm-hmm. you take care of a bully is you stand up to him and you hit him square in the eye. Once you hit him, that first punch, they're stunned. Oh, this guy really stood up to me. Yeah, I don't care if he's six five and three hundred pounds. Yep. You're, you, you don't have to be big. You just got to be. You got to be confident. And I'll leave you with this: uh, David and Goliath. Yeah, that's David was David was probably five foot four five foot six at the tallest. He was a kid, and Goliath, as we know through the scriptures, was at least ten feet tall, weighed four or five hundred pounds. That's he had a size nice. thirty foot, a size thirty shoe probably, mm-hmm. and so or more, and and you know what I love about that story, Dave, is not only did David take off the giant, take him down, but he he basically um, told him he was going to do it. Yeah. Who is exactly. this uncircumcised Philistine taunting the armies of the living God? Right. And so it's like David says, and he and it's like Jesus when Jesus was. When the woman was being accused, and Jesus knelt down and started drawing in the dirt, and all the accusers started walking away, mm-hmm. he probably was writing their names down,
0: yeah, and their sin
1: right <laughs> right, but in the story yeah. of David, people don't realize David picked out five smooth stones,
0: yeah, because Goliath had four
1: brothers, he had four brothers, and he knew that, yeah, uh-huh, so David already knew what he was going to do, and he already knew he was going to be victorious, uh-huh. That's why he grabbed those five stones. Because he, it, when you throw a stone with a sling, you can't reload it like a 22 or a block.
0: Right you, right. you
1: can't, it takes time. So he had to hit the first target, he had to, or he was dead. But he knew he wasn't going to miss. And my point is the giant today is the government. The, right. the Goliath today is all the fear mongering by the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And they, they are giant exactly. because they're, they're, they control the airwaves, they control the government. But David was just a young teenage boy, and he feared God more than he did the giant. And that's Uh what we need to do is we need to fear our Lord and respect him and ask him to help us do what needs to be done and quit quit trying to do it on our own strength. Exactly. And just Mm -hmm. do it. Just don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to say, I'm not taking this. That's right. And just do it. And you know what? Eventually enough of us do that, the bullies and the giants fall. Mm-hmm. They, they're the Democrats when you when you debate them on issues all they start doing is saying you're racist and you're this and you're homophobic. they never right. debate you on the facts because mm-hmm. they're
0: weak because they can't
1: they, they have no moral compass and when you mm-hmm. have a moral compass and if you have a moral compass and they don't you can defeat them sure you can defeat them by yep. by words and by uh, ideology and and by just standing up because folks, this country was born uh well, the war, the revolutionary war was two hundred and how many years ago? Two two hundred and forty years ago we were born the fourth of July. Right. And it was turmoil for all those decades before just to get to that point. And you know what? We're at that point again. But this time it's internal. Mm-hmm. We're not fighting another invading army. We're not fighting we're fighting our own government. We're not, they want us to fight each other. They want us to right. fight our liberal friends. I don't. I have liberal friends that are really good people and Democrats. Mm-hmm. We we got to stop making them the enemy and going after the ones that are pushing the narrative. Exactly. That's the Democrat Party. That's Facebook. That's the social media. And, and I got off Facebook years ago. The only time I ever ever get on is to see what my kids are doing because <laughs> they're always yeah. on Facebook. But. Uh-huh. Um, get off those platforms, get on Rumble, get on another platform. If you're out there and you're listening to me and you've got a lot of money, start your own platform. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they started in their, their basements. If you're listening to me tonight and you think you want a word from God, and you, I'll give you one. Start your own social media company and do it right now. We yeah. need you. We need you. Exactly. And, you know, if Bill Gates can start in his garage and become one of the richest men in human history, you can do it. Uh huh. And we need you to I do agree. it. We need you to be successful, so we can be successful. Because yeah, we're in this man. together, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So that
0: there's strength in numbers, and if we band together and all fight it, we'll win.
1: Yeah.
0: And and well? remember,
1: the, the 200 million that got vaccinated, it doesn't mean they don't they're not with us. It just all means right. they got vaccinated.
0: Mhm.
1: You know, that just because there's no, they're not the enemy. No, they're not the enemy no. at all. They're and they may they may believe just like we do. They just wanted to get a shot. They thought it was safe, and they wanted to travel. They didn't have the knowledge that we have. They didn't do the research, and now they're like, right. oh man. But they're not our enemy. They're they're mm-hmm. our brothers and sisters, and they're along with us. That's and right. Really, the people really changing our country is really a small minority, small group of people, far as the mass of population. Right. The, I, I would go to say they're less than one percent. Oh yeah, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the population. So that's right. It's just one percent telling ninety-nine percent what to do. That's got to mm-hmm. change because it's that's the right. country, the United States of America, by the people, for the people. Mm-hmm. One nation under God.
0: That's right. Amen.
1: Good job, Brian. Thanks. <laughs> I gotta have my water, man. That's, <laughs> Okay.
0: yeah, well, you brought us right to the end, man. That's great.
1: Sorry about that. No, no,
0: don't apologize. Quit apologizing. No, it was good. Very good words. Very wise words. Thanks. Thanks. Very wise. So, well, it looks like we're going to be coming back on Monday, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. so we'll be coming back on Monday, folks, and uh, we'll figure out a, a subject to talk about. Uh, it shouldn't be hard. Really. That's going on. Yeah. It's going to be very easy, actually. Yeah. And um, folks, we just really enjoy doing this. We enjoy coming to you and, and bringing this stuff up. Uh, Brian gets real excited, and so do I, when we, we talk before the show and, and we see what we've researched and everything else. And and we, we do it because, first of all, we're called to do it. And second of all, there's there's always a little bit that you might not know, okay? You might not, you might know 99.9% of it, but there's that 0.1% that might tie it all together. And uh, I'm not saying that we do that all the time, but mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a good chance that uh, one of the things that we say will help everybody, will help one person understand everything in its entirety. And um, and that's what we we exist for. We exist to inform people, let them know what's going on. Because if you're informed, then what, is it, what did Yeshua say? If the person that, would, that was going to break into the house, if the person would have known that, he would have been ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're here to get everybody ready, and including ourselves, uh, for when the enemy is going to come in. Well, the enemy's here, but if you know his tactics and you know what he's up to, then you can fight him a lot better. And that's why we're here. So, and uh, that's why we come on. We try to come on every Monday night, but. Um, you know, lately that's been a little difficult with health issues and stuff like that, but, um, hopefully everything's cleared up and we'll be coming back every Monday. So, yeah.
1: Uh,
0: and we have, uh, shows during the week also. So anyway, it's kind of late and, uh, the uh, pumpkin has arrived and we're, you know, we've got to go to bed. So, um, right. have, have a blessed week, uh, Brian, have a blessed week, audience and, uh, when, uh, we'll see you on Monday. See you guys. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.